More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Bavarians is for your man and you too. What you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. And now, breaking the seal all over the finer things of life, Greg Scott and Dan. Hello, everybody. Welcome in, the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for drinking along and all that good stuff. I'm Greg. That's Scott. Uh, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, Dan hasn't shown up yet. What the hell? Not really sure what's going on. But uh, before we get any further into things, we did receive this weird voicemail from Fontana Jim, of all people. Maybe this will have something to do with why Dan isn't here. Hello, this is Fontana Jim. I'm calling in for Dan. Um, I really apologize. Dan will not be in today for work. He had to settle a big, big argument last night. His good friends, Greg and Shannon, they were arguing over whether to have Dr. Pepper or Mr. Pibb at their wedding reception. And you know, it got into, almost got into fisticuffs, and there was a lot of name-calling. And it, there was, there, it, was, it was just a very ugly situation. So... I just wanted to let you know that Dan will not be in this morning. It has nothing to do with um, awake and bake or drinking too much last night or, or, or taking care of hair of the dog this morning. So um, he was just taking care of his friends. And, you know, friends and family are what, really important, what are really important in life. So um, just wanted to let you know again. Um, you know, I apologize. Again, this is Fontana Jim Collin for Dan. Uh, Dan won't be in today. Thank you. Bye. Well, that explains it. There you go. That's, Dan that's, is a caring guy. He is. Yeah. And, and you know what? Dr. Pepper, goddammit. Oh, there it is. Dr. I am Pepper. a caring guy. You are a caring guy. Oh, he's here. He's, he's there. He's here. You made it. What do you know? Wow. <laughs> you should have this stored on your phone. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to have this on you at all times just in case you need it for anything. It was such a responsible message. It was. It really was. Yeah. Made me out to be some kind of hero. Yeah. Yeah. You were saving our relationship. Oh, my God. And... Beats being a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Really? Oh, Lord. Yeah, I like that. It definitely... Well, Definitely wasn't Wake and Bake right. or Hair of the Dog. No. Yeah. You were settling the fight between us about yeah. our Dr. Pib and Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pib yeah. situation at the wedding. And Being I meant a very uh, responsible adult. Yeah. yeah. It beats like, my employers knowing I'm a drunk. That's what I meant there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being a drunk is fine. Yeah. We all know the truth. So uh, thank you, Fontana Jim. If you guys don't know what that's from, listen to Batch 143. We discuss. <laughs> Needing Fontana Jim to be the guy that calls our employers for us. I mean, we were right. Great yeah. idea. Yeah. He came through. Oh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll load this onto your phone for you. you can <laughs> push it on through to your employer. All right. Just email it to them. Like, uh, can't come in today. Yep. Email the, the audio file. I'm out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Shout out to our top listening city of last week, which I will probably mispronounce, Gaithersburg, hmm? Maryland. Wow. Oh, wow. Gaithersburg. Gaithersburg. Never heard of it, but uh, thanks for listening. You've heard of us. I guess. Yeah, well, who hasn't? Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to hashtag show us your beers and uh, rate and subscribe on whatever podcast app you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to do that. Um, all right. Enough of the tomfoolery <laughs> and uh, all that stuff that goes along with tomfoolery-ness. Let's get on to some beer. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend, and I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer. We are having ourselves a beer, and I picked this one out specifically with Dan in mind. 
Oh, yeah. Have you had this before? Oh, plenty of times. I thought so. <laughs> to- we are drinking Topa Topa's Chief Peak IPA. This is like Dan style IPA. Good stuff. Very West Coast, very clean, very easy to drink. It's 7% and dangerously 7%. Yeah. 75 IBUs, has a 4.03 on Beer Advocate and a 3.86 on Untapped. Chief Peak says, you've gone from shrubland to woodland to highland when you stop to sip on a Chief Peak. The piney hops are first to arrive. The tropical tones of passion fruit, orange, and gooseberry aren't far behind. Look out on the valley and trace the contours of the mountain. Breathe in the thinning air, wipe the sweat from your brow, and take another well-earned sip. Man, don't like mind I, if I do. Yeah, I feel like I just worked out. No kidding. Yeah, feeling better about myself already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is good stuff, man. I used to drink this. Uh, well, I have to go. I have to go back. I haven't been in a minute. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Topa Topa, the brewery down in Ventura. Yeah, and uh, man, it's just nice. You know, you're you're outdoors basically. Usually, yep. they got like a taco truck or something nearby. Yeah, they always got some food going on. Correct. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, in honor of Ventura being our top listenership on the last show, we went to Ventura for the beer. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I love Topa Topa. To be quite honest, Chief Peak, not my favorite one that they make. Right. But they make some great beer. This yeah. This is one of the ones that's easy to get in yeah. cans, though. I do like their Mexican lager, and I believe they have one called Hybrid. Uh-huh. I don't remember what the hell it is, though. Oh, they have one. I can't remember the name. It's a coffee IPA. Oh, that is another good one, too. It is. Ooh, sounds phenomenal. good. Phenomenal. Yeah, last time I was at... Uh, Twisted Oak Tavern of all places mm-hmm. with your, your homie Roger. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> they had some guest taps. One of them was the coffee IPA from Topa Topa. So after a couple of Twisted Oaks, I had myself one of those and it was delicious. So uh, let us know if you guys have had Topa Topa. I, I don't know how far they distribute outside of Ventura County. So let us know if you've had them. Mm. Mm, so good. A lot, of, a lot of piney, like they say. I guess I should talk about the beer, too. A lot of piney, like they say. <laughs> a little tropical on the back end. The smell to me is more tropical, less piney. The flavors, though, I think are flip-flopped from that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just just a good beer. What can you say about it? Yeah. Super clean. Super easy to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7% may not be a huge ABV, but when it's so easy to drink, it's a little dangerous. Yeah. That's where it gets dicey. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is Topa Topa's Chief Peak. Let's say we move on to a little bit of crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. Let's see. I oh, I do have a grievance. Oh yeah. Should I start with the good or start with the bad? Hmm. Let's end on a good note. Okay. There you go. Let's start with the bad then. So the lady friend offered. Well, the, uh, yeah, offered. Brought home Mr. Pib. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna need Fontana Jim to, to come save the day. <laughs> yeah. Leave my lady friend a voicemail now because it's gonna be Dr. Pepper. Goddamn it. <laughs> Look how it was soda too, so innocent. Oh my god, I know, great right? story. I love this man. Not fighting over like beer or wine, <laughs> yeah, but so good. Yeah, the same soda versus basically the same soda. Oh man. Uh so she offered to dog sit for her friend who was going out of town. This friend normally has a dog sitter all lined up. This person moved, so the dog sitter's no longer around. She said, Sure, we'll watch your dog. And for those of you that know me, they know I have Marty the Brew Pup. For those of you who don't know, I have Marty the Brew Pup. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he's a pretty good dog. He does whatever you tell him to. He comes and sits and high fives and pounds. Very well it behaved. That just does what the fuck yeah. you tell him to. He's a great mm-hmm. dog. And drinks beer. And he drinks. He loves IPAs. Yeah. Doesn't like that dark shit though. Oh, that's he's, true. He's an IPA guy. And he's a designated driver. He is. He's my favorite <laughs> decoy driver. Yes. Right up there with Tunes's. <laughs> <laughs> and so. <laughs> Deep pull. <laughs> Deep cut right there. <laughs> and so we were told that this dog was not only well-behaved, 
which we know how she is. We've been to the house. Like, she's just fine. She's not good. She's not bad. She just is. Uh, and we were also told that she was crate trained, so no big deal. When you guys are gone, you can put her in her crate, because if you leave her alone, she'll get into things and, like, eat paper and shit. Because mm-hmm. I was like, there's no fucking way we're leaving her out while we're gone and sleeping and whatever. So she comes over, and guess what? She's not actually crate trained. In oh, fact, boy. they had to buy a crate on the way to the house. Like They stopped uh. at the pet store to buy it <laughs> and a bed for it. So she gets here to a new house with a bed she's never slept in and a cage she's never been in. And the first night, we had her for like four nights. Yeah, four nights. The first night, we put her in the crate in our room, and she starts, it's fine until like 145. She starts whining at 145 and goes for like two hours. Oh, my God. After a few minutes of it and like, the lady friend trying to shush her, whatever, it's not working. I said, you need to get her the fuck out of this room because I need sleep. And she said, well, what do I do? I was like, get her out. I said, I don't care if you let her out the door. Get her out before I have to. And so she takes her downstairs. Well, she takes her downstairs and starts barking. Oh, so no. Now it's even louder. God. I was like, fuck, we can't wake up the neighbors. She was like, what do we do? I was like, put her in the studio because the studio's got a door. And at least we can close the door. So we put her in here. So if it smells a little shitty in here, I apologize. Mm. No, Not more than usual. I, <laughs> I just got. Yeah. I vacuumed. Um, she starts whining real loud from in here. At least there's a door, so it's muffled, and I turn on the TV to kind of dry it out, whatever. So it was up from like 1.45 to... I know when I fell asleep. It was right at 4.45 when I fell asleep because I turned the news on because I just needed something to fall asleep to, and I kept watching yeah. the clock on the news. <laughs> so I remember the last time I saw was 4.45. Oh, man. Next night, she go, we took her on a huge walk. She's this tiny little shit dog, so a huge walk is an even huger walk for her. And we tired her out. She goes to bed, wakes wakes us up at like 5.45, 6 in the morning, barking from the studio. And like the lady friend goes in there and she's being, you know, like, oh, shush, be quiet, whatever. It's being nice, not working. So then, <laughs> then she sort of yells like, no, you know, gives her the stern no. It doesn't work. She's like, will you go do something? I said, I don't think you want me to. <laughs> it's not going to be as nice as yours. She's like, well, something's got to work. So I go in there. I, I gave her like the old Vince McMahon, like, <laughs> shut up. Kiss my ass. Kiss it. You're fired. <laughs> He's going to puke. <laughs> exactly. Gave her one of those. She stopped because it, it was loud as hell and stopped for about an hour. So then I fell back asleep, was woken back up in an hour. I had to come back and yell at her again. I got another like 30 minutes out of it. And then I was just pissed and I got up. Same thing the next morning and the next morning. <laughs> And then I realized the last day we had her, I realized, and the lady friend was telling me like she gets yelled at a lot at her house. She only responds if you yell at her. So this whole time I'm like, oh, I'm so t- I don't want to yell at this dog. Like I feel bad. She's in a strange place. She's got a strange bed. I don't want to yell at her. She won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I realized when you yelled at her, so I, I yelled at her. I yelled her name and said, "Come." And that was the first time she responded, and she came to me. And then I said, I yelled at her again, and it's at bedtime. And she got right into her cage. I was like, oh, my God. I just needed to be a dick this entire, oh like a bigger God. dick. I was so annoyed. She's such a little shit. I was like, never, ever offer to take her again. <laughs> right. And the worst thing, she's not food motivated. Like, all dogs, you can get to do something with a treat in your That's hand. That's right. She doesn't give a fuck about food. That's she crazy. wouldn't even eat her breakfast or dinner. Shannon, The lady friend, Shannon, I just said her name as if I've never said it before. Uh, is down on the floor, like trying to convince her to eat, oh like playing God. with her food, and making noise. I was like, if she's not going to eat, she's not going to eat. Yeah. Like, when she gets hungry, you know what she'll do? She'll fucking eat. Exactly. exactly. I was so pissed. That's I was like, crazy. I was like, stop hand feeding the stupid dog. 
She clearly is not hungry. Yeah, like my dog. Like it's funny. I'll, I'll accidentally feed him twice. Sometimes I'm like, "Did I feed you? It's gone already." <laughs> no, Dad, you did not. Yeah, I, I know. swear. He'll I swear. eat it. He'll eat it again. Oh, that would be Marty too. <laughs> Marty will eat his meal, and if I get like a treat out, he's like super excited. Like, yeah. It's the first time he's seen food that day. Oh my god! I was so pissed. Crazy. Man. Don't dog yeah. sit for people. It's funny because our dog is like that. Word. Sometimes it won't eat, and the wife is the same way. Come on, please eat, please eat. Come on, you got to eat. And she'll do the hand feeding thing. Don't do that. Stop hand yeah, feeding yeah. her. You know that's the worst thing. And like if it's just me, uh, you know, just me and her by herself, which happens a lot because the the wife's work schedule and all that. Mm-hmm. I'll put the food out there, and it may be two days, but I ain't gonna give her no more food till she eats it, and eventually right. she'll go eat it. Yeah. I, so I keep telling my wife, if she's hungry enough. She'll eat it. That's what I don't like either is like when people like feed their dogs like food and they say, well, this is all my dog will eat. And it's like, yeah, the fuck right. Yeah. You ever watch dogs at pet stores? They eat their own <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure they'll eat the they dog food. They their own balls. Yeah, yeah. Come, come on, on, man. Yeah, they're not real picky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not Give a flavor a thing. Ridiculous. I may have told this before, but it's when we first got our previous dog and we were at, I don't know, PetSmart or whatever, one of the, one of the dog stores. And my wife was looking for food, so she's asking one of the guys that works there, you know, what's your opinion on which you know kind of food should we get our dog? And he's like giving her all these explanations, but he's looking at me while he's telling how how good all this dog food is. This is this is very nutrient. This does this, this does that, this you know whatever. And he's talking to me, and I go, dude, I'll just get the cheapest thing that right. I can find, and he'll eat it when he gets hungry right. enough. And I got a look from both my wife and the guy. They're like, you asshole. And then Peter showed up at your door the next day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're taking yeah. your dog because you're feeding him shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, we don't we don't free feed Marty. So like, he gets his food, and he has X amount of time to finish it, yeah. and then we pick it up. Here's the thing: we never have to pick it up. Like he, yeah. fucking, he's a street dog. He annihilates that thing. Like he's never going to see a meal again. Mm-hmm. This other dog is used to being free fed all day, and just leaves the food out. And uh, her owner was saying like, oh, yeah, she definitely always eats all her food. I think what really happens, they also have two cats. Mm. I think the cats eat her fucking food. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because she was here for, let's see, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. She was here for what should have been nine meals. I think she ate like three, maybe four the entire time. And she just was so disinterested. Like, you would pick it up and put it in her face. She just didn't give a shit. Wow. And- her also for the size she eats almost as much as marty does but she's less than half his size there's no way she's actually eating all that food because she's not obese yeah so i think they're overfeeding her and the cats are just eating it you imagine you go over and you see fat cats living there <laughs> yeah i know right i think that's really what's happening and they have no clue what's going on with their dog god damn it was annoying <laughs> sounds like it yeah and while this isn't doesn't mean anything it isn't annoying it was just adding to the whole retardation of the weekend the, the owner was saying like, oh, yeah, and it's weird. She never drinks water at all. All she did the whole fucking time was drink water. I had to fill that water bowl up so many times. It was insane. She just sat down there drinking water. It was so weird. <laughs> it's weird. It was so weird. All right, enough about dogs. Our apologies. Uh, on a happy note, I brewed another beer. All right. And I'm hoping it doesn't suck because they're very hit or miss with me. <laughs> I brewed another brown. We've we've had my brown. Uh, this yeah. is the third time I've made it. We haven't had the second one on the show yet. Uh, we just had it pre-show once. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, haven't uh, haven't tried it yet. It's been at this point a little over a week in the fermenter. I'm gonna do something I've never done before. Which once it's done fermenting, I've got some oak chips that are soaking in bourbon right now. Ooh. And so I'm gonna oak bourbon oak age it oh wow. shit yeah i've never that sounds pretty gangster yeah, i've never done the oak before so we'll see how that works cool uh see how long i have to like let it sit there and i'm into it hope i don't mess that up so i'm very excited yeah. for that yeah me too <laughs> yeah if it works out well i think i'll do it again and have it at the wedding oh, all right and have like a special oh, wow. batch of bourbon barrel aged 
brown ale. Right on. Yep. Uh, and finally, um, Julia, a.k.a. Mommy Beerist on Instagram. A lot of people probably know who Mommy Beerist is. <laughs> She's local. She uh, is a baker. And I just happened to messenger because I was at, In fact, I talked about this on the show for St. Patrick's Day. I was at Poseidon Brewing. Had some cupcakes with my beer. They were phenomenal. Started to asking. Found out who made them. Then found out who that person was on Instagram through the beer community. I was like, oh, it's Mommy Beerist. I follow her. I didn't know she made it, uh, cupcakes and shit. Hit her up, just told her how great they were, and we started talking, and uh, she's going to come on the show if uh, all of our schedules align, which it sounds like they will. She'll be on the show next week. She's going to bring some cupcakes. We're going to bring some beer. All right. We're going to do a little cupcake and beer tasting. So I can dig it. Yeah. Very excited for that. We're going to get fat as hell over here. <laughs> so uh, be looking forward to that next week on 146. That uh, should go down. Anybody cool. have any uh, grievances or anything? Anything to share? No. I would say... Uh I did go down to a local watering hole, mm. and uh, <laughs> I was surprised. They, they actually, you know, it's like, a, it's like all craft beer, basically. Okay. And they switch it out, revolving taps and stuff. And uh, I was so surprised to see they had just sitting there was uh, Pliny the Elder. Oh, oh just no big deal. Yep, just no big deal. NBD. And I was <laughs> like, hey, sign me up. Because I got a friend with me, psych. <laughs> Give me two. <laughs> Give me two. Yeah. So, oh my God, it was so good. And they, nice. you know, it wasn't a big line for it or anything like that. Yeah. It was just there. You usually won't get a line for Elder. Mm. I mean, you can sometimes. Mm. It's a little more common. It was good, man. Younger is when you get the real lines. Oh, okay. It's, they sell tickets and shit. It's mm. so wow. weird. But uh, yeah, congratulations on that yeah. find. Yeah, no kidding. That's a bit of a score. It was. Yeah. Um, do you want to say where it was? or? Uh... Yeah, yeah. It was at uh, Bottle and Pint. Oh, yeah. I love Bottle and Pint. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've been? You have been? Well, there's two. You oh. probably went to the one nearest your house. I did. There's also one nearest to my house. Oh, wow. Which is the original location. So, yeah, they have a lot of... Uh, if you're out in the Ventura County <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. area, Southern California, they always have a lot of uh, rare beers in yeah. there. I think those are only two locations. I think they said that they are opening a third one, though. Are they opening a third one? I think in Agora. Oh, well, here's a little insider info. I heard that the owners and people from out of the area, I'm so sorry. Owners of Bottle and Pint are partial owners on the new brewery that is going to be opening here in Thousand Oaks, uh, Tarantula Hill Brewing. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, so they have their hand in that as well. So uh, they must be doing well. Yeah. They must be doing pretty good. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. They got a good <laughs> beer, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Oh, we'll tell me word of the week. I, I guess it's Stoup. S-T-O-U-P. Stoup. 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 I don't know. It's a vessel to hold liquor. So grab your stout and hit yeah. the streets. There we go. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I almost want to say stoop. I do too. It almost seems too easy just to be stupid. Right. That's my problem. Huh, with that. A vessel to hold liquor, eh? Yeah. Nothing like a good stoop. Right. Or stout. It's like old school for a growler, huh? I guess. Yeah, yeah, there, oh, you, there, there you go. Right. Yeah. Because a growler is so hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could decide on the uh, pronunciation of stout, so they just went with growler. Stoup. Yeah. Yeah. We huh. can't pronounce this. Fuck it. That's called a growler. Yeah, because that makes sense. <laughs> I know. Growl. Yeah, you have, one of the, have enough of these. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I get when I'm empty. Growler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move things on. No one could blame you for bed swerving. It's time for beer, babe. Of the week. It is indeed, and our beer babe of the week is Casey. You can find her at Humble Beer Girl. All one word, no spaces, dots, dashes, nothing like that. Humble Beer Girl hmm. on the Instagrams. 
And she's not drinking in this picture. She's serving. That's what I oh. noticed. Yeah. Is, is that the first one? Maybe so. Right? First girl uh, beer babe of the week serving beer. Yeah, she's behind a bunch of tap handles. Yes. Uh, I'd like to get to know her. For sure. No yeah. kidding. Serving up the goods. Yeah. yeah. So go follow at Humble Beer Girl on the Instagrams. She's serving up some tasty, tasty craft beers. All right, we got a few things. Dan's got another movie to talk about. We got a bullpen beer to get to and some booze news. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Dan? You want to do a movie? Uh, Sure. Let's do it. Have you seen the latest moving picture? Let's talk movies for guys. So over the weekend, I watched Death Wish 2. No, I didn't watch it. That'd be awesome, though. I can't get over that. I want to do Death Wish every week. No, it was... uh, I watched... Dude, that or Wolf Cop. (laughs) Yeah. I watched the new Pet Cemetery movie. Oh, that one's pretty scary. Yeah, and in doing so, I broke two of my movie-going rules, which is uh, rule number one. Sober. I said no. (laughs) Yeah. That's true, but I never break that one. (laughs) Um, Rule number one is uh, no more Hollywood horror movies. Okay. And then rule number two is no remakes. Mm. Uh, And that's, it's a Hollywood horror movie remake. (laughs) And uh, two big rules you broke. I know. And, you know, you'd think I'd learn, right? You know, I think I made those rules for a reason. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I should have paid attention to them. Oh, no. And you're right. I mean, the commercials, trailers, everything, it looked scary. They did a good job on those commercials. I agree. I agree. It got me in. I was like, man, this looks creepy, dude. I'm ready yeah. to watch this shit. Did you watch the first Pet Cemetery? No. Okay. I, not only am I a bad movie watcher, I hate scary movies. Oh, is that right? Oh, okay. Scott, you didn't watch those? I did not. Okay. I'm right on board with you guys. I didn't, I'd never seen the first Pet Cemetery. So um, I was like, hey, you know, maybe I'll just jump on this one. I remember I did that one time when I watched uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre back in 03. Oh, okay. Which was the, the remake of the, nine, was it 74 version of Texas Something Chainsaw? like that, 70-something. Yeah. yeah, so I had watched that one first. And I actually, out of all the remade horror movies, that's the one I actually kind of liked was the Texas Chainsaw one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Wasn't that Rob Zombie? No, no, no. That oh, okay. was the one afterwards. In fact, I think Rob Zombie, I think, did the Halloween one, maybe. Oh, man. That's what yeah. It was. Yeah. They're all the same guy, right? Some guy in a mask <laughs> chopping people up. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so Pet Cemetery. Uh, I watched that one. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it suffers, I think, again, from... I mean, it's a Hollywood movie, Daniel. What, what were you doing? You dumbass. Yeah, Daniel. <laughs> wow. What the hell? Damn it, Daniel. Damn it, Daniel. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> So it was uh there's jump scares in it right right from the start like uh like some car passes by too loud and sca- you know scares people. I mean this is stupid. Stupid. <laughs> you know if you got to do a jump scare right like Aterrados, the movie I watched Terrified, uh-huh. that movie that movie did jump scares right. This one is just again more Hollywood bullshit where someone runs down the stairs and you think it's the killer but it's the mom that forgot her purse or oh, something. Geez. It's like oh this is stupid. And uh, it also suffered from, uh, again, you know, more poor writing, I thought, you know, where, you know, the characters don't make the right judgments. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a scene where, like, these uh, little kids are, um, well, I think the, the little kid, their kid, goes out to the cemetery and then they sees this little marching band of kids wearing these creepy looking animal masks and, like, banging drums together. And she's like, Mommy, what are they doing? And she's like, Oh, it looks like some kind of ritual. 
let's go back inside. I'll make you a sandwich. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, that's not the correct reaction right. for that. Call somebody. I, yeah, yeah, call someone. Hey, and, and you're the adult. And you say, hey, you fucking weird little kids. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Go home. Yeah, I just got here and you're creeping me the fuck out. Like, can you go do that somewhere else? What's wrong with you guys? Stop banging those annoying drums. No kidding. Quit with the noise. Yeah. On top of all that. Yeah, it was stupid. Brats. Um, uh, there, there is like a little filler that, that kind of, I guess, carries over from the old movie where, uh, I guess she has um, something to do, like the mom has some issue with her sister who passed away that had like a back issue, which I felt was just kind of sandwiched in there to be creepy. I don't think like it had any purpose in the story. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, okay, this is, yeah, undoubtedly it's pretty creepy, but I still don't get where this is going, you know, and- um, Never served any purpose? It didn't. It didn't. John Lithgow is the- uh, old Yeah, he's the old man. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, third rock from the sun. Yeah, yeah. Shrek. I love yeah. that show. <laughs> he's the he's the old man. Oh, oh you, you, do you like that show? Third rock from the sun. Yeah? yeah, I never watched it. Oh, I loved it. Oh man, here's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so he was the old man in the movie. Um, it was funny because uh, the and another thing that I didn't get in the movie, and I don't know if this is in the old one or not, but like the 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 little girl, right? Uh, instead of Gage, oh, spoiler alert, this movie sucks, so I'm going to ruin it for everybody. Uh, Gage uh, th- isn't the one that dies in this one, the little boy. Mm-hmm. It's the girl that gets run over. So it's funny because she gets run over, and then the guy learns about the cemetery that brings things back to life, mm-hmm. You know, starting with the little cat they buried in there, which okay. was funny, too, because when the cat came alive again, it scratches the guy, and then it's like, oh, God, it's evil, you know, and then it goes into the through the door and it gives like some love to the door i'm like hey if that's a zombie cat like zombie cats need love too like what is this shit stupid but and then well, anyways so the, the the girl like gets brought back from the dead and it's like okay like you just killed your kid you know what i mean and then the old man sees the the zombie girl in the window he's like oh my god and he runs away i'm like dude if if they watch this kid like they've been watching it that kid's going to be hacking that old man to death in no time. And sure enough, yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, instead of the police, the old man should have probably just called like social services. Cause this guy, like <laughs> he's, he's already killed his kid once and you right. can't keep an eye on your zombie kid. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, it's true. You shouldn't be a parent. Yeah. So call, um, call CPS. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, the, there were some creepy moments. I felt like the girl was a good actress. She creeped me out. She mm-hmm. was really good, but, uh, there's just so much she could do with the poor writing and, um, I don't know, just stupid jump scares again. And it kind of a cop-out ending I didn't really agree with either. So so typical Hollywood bullshit? Correct. So you drank yeah. to get through it. I did. And I drank another one just for being an idiot and breaking two of my <laughs> rules. That's too bad. Yep. All right. Well, don't go see it, people. Nope, don't do it. Don't go see it. All right, we got a bullpen to get to, get to before we get to some booze news. So let's make a call to the pen. All right, why don't you just grab this beer over here while I talk about it. We are drinking Braveheart Brewing's Frogman Imperial Red Ale. 7.5% 49 IBUs, has a 3.64 on untapped from the brewery. An American red IPA with a serious malt backbone from a judicious use of Crystal 60 and Crystal 75 malt. The distinctive citrusy aroma comes from Centennial and, I don't even know this one, but at Atonomous Hops? Atonomous? No idea. At 7.5 ABV and 49 IBUs, this is no lightweight beer. We are proud to honor the Seal Family Foundation and all those who serve. 
quick backstory behind this beer while you guys give it a shot. This is the beer that I got from that beer march a couple months back where the guy forgot to charge me and I then went and found the donation that the, or the uh, charity that they always donate this beer sales to and donated to that oh, okay. charity since they forgot to charge me for it. But uh, Braveheart Brewing donates uh, proceeds to various uh, military charities based on the beer that you bought. So anyways, uh, yeah, an Imperial Red Ale. Mm. What do you think? Oh, my God. Yeah, you like? You fan? Oh, hell yeah. I found this to be a little dividing amongst my friends when we had it at the beer market. Is that right? Yeah, some yeah. liked it, some did not. I'm like I'm a fan I'm a good I'm a fan of a good red and uh honestly I've been like on kind of a brown kick lately. Mm-hmm. Like I just go in and out of these kicks and I think this is the one that's going to swing me back to reds. Mm. I got to be honest like okay. I've been off of that for a minute and I'm like oh my god this is so good. Yeah, it's a little hoppier. It's got yeah. that kind of imperial hop to it. And it's the right introduction I think from brown to red. Funny yeah. It's colors but Th- this kind of meat in the middle there. Yeah, it's very toasty. Yeah, it, it is very toasty and roasty and caramely and the color is I don't know, would you call it like copper? Copper color? Uh, Correct. Something like that? Rusty? I don't know. A little rusty brown. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound appealing, but uh, hey, I think it's the right color. That's what you want to drink. <laughs> yeah. What say you, Scott? I am a fan. Like it? Yeah, right? I like it. It's good. All right. Well, then my friends who didn't like it can suck it. Yeah, suck <laughs> it. Yeah. Friends. Um, friends. Yeah. They. I think when you don't know what you're getting into with an Imperial Red, like you don't know it's also going to be hoppy. Yeah. It can be a little surprising. Mm-hmm. And if that's not your game, then you're like, oh, it's a red. Like it's going to be sweet and caramely. It's like, nope, this is also going to be hoppy because it's an Imperial Red. I like that. Yeah. I think that's maybe some of my issue with red is that maybe it's just kind of sweet and, you know, where, you know, I need some hops. Give me some hops, man. Mm-hmm. And then this delivers on all, all fronts there. Yeah, this yeah, this definitely has a little hop to it. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. let's talk a little bit about hops. <laughs> let's do that, Heel. So, uh, all right, cool. Thank you to Braveheart Brewing for this one. Uh, it was tasty. Frogman Imperial Red Ale. Good on. stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. Move on to a little news now. Extra, extra. Drink all about it. It's time for booze news. Well, Deschutes is not going to build their Virginia brewery after all. Well, they haven't said that, but they're supposed to have it done by 2021, and they still haven't started it yet. So Uh they notified the city uh, that they would not have it done (laughs) in time. They were supposed to have it done by 2021 to, like, avoid some sort of fees or tax things, and they said, nope, not going to happen. Come on, Virginia. Get on the ball here. You guys are treating it like it's a football stadium. Right. Well, and Deschutes has been having a little bit of a struggle lately, oh, which is not good, because no. I, I am a big fan of Deschutes. Right. Black Butte, Mirror Pond, they make some good beer. Fresh Squeeze. <laughs> yeah. So I hope they uh, don't run into yeah, any more. Deschutes. Yeah, no more problems, Deschutes. Uh, what else? Record number of breweries are now operating in, in New York slash California. Wow. Yeah. Two of the largest states now boast a record number of breweries. According to an economic impact study released Tuesday by the California Craft Brewers Association, a nonprofit trade group that represents the interests of state's craft brewers, California continues to be home to the most breweries in the nation with more than 980 in operation as of April 2019. Woohoo. Yeah. Go us. We're drunks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, an, ec- an economic impact study released today by the New York State Brewers Association found that 434 craft breweries were operating in the Empire State at the end of 2018, up from 383. They may have a lot, but we still have like double. Right. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Those are like the two, what, more saturated states probably in the United States. Yeah, by population. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, hey, let's all get drunk now. Let's all do it. 
Yep. Uh, of course, San Diego has like 170 yeah. of those breweries, but yeah, kidding. In the rest of the state. So, uh, what else? Patagonia, the clothing company, has brewed a beer with wheatgrass inside of it. Hmm? It's this thing that they're trying to do to prove that you can brew beer with sustainable ingredients. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I just thought about it. Yeah. Since I'm very excited to introduce our second beard made with Kernza, which apparently is like the wheatgrass or whatever. Oh, man. Through West Jackson's pioneer work at the Land Institute, Patagonia Provisions has been able to help bring the important regenerative perennial grain to the forefront with the hope that others take notice and, and implement similar practices. Beer is the perfect vehicle for this and a delicious byproduct of our collaborative work in regenerative agricultural practices. You know, you could also do is just not put wheatgrass in <laughs> right. your beer. I don't think anyone was asking for it. <laughs> I can right. tell you I wasn't. <laughs> Anybody over here asking for wheatgrass in the No. Beer? Should I say wheat? Wheat, wheat? wheat grass? Well, usually when I go to the bar, I'll, hey, you got anything with wheat grass yeah. in it here? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to uh, get a little energy, be a little right. healthier. Yeah. I need that wheat grass. Give me yeah. a little wheat grass beer before I go on my Antioxidant run. boost, too, to go yeah. in there. <laughs> right. Yeah, it helps the immune system. <laughs> it's all great. Uh, speaking of Patagonia, they <laughs> have filed a lawsuit against Uh-oh. AB InBev. Uh, they're suing Anheuser-Busch, claiming the world's largest beer manufacturer's Patagonia Brewing Company, and the brand infringes on the trademarks. In this case, filed in California federal court, Patagonia alleges that AB is attempting to co-opt its 40-year-old apparel company brand and reputation, including making promises to plant a tree for every case of Patagonia beer sold, as well as developing a strikingly similar logo that features a mountain silhouette. Uh, the clothing company also took umbrage with AB's marketing efforts in Colorado ski resorts, where the beer company gave away its Patagonia branded clothing as well. Uh, in short, AB InBev has done everything possible to make it appear as though this Patagonia beer is sold by Patagonia. Way to go, Budweiser. Nice. <laughs> I know. They can't can't do their own shit. Aren't they also still in that lawsuit with, was it Coors? Yeah, Miller Coors yeah. over Jesus. the whole corn syrup thing. Man. Yeah. Their lawyers are making big money. Yeah, right? I saw I saw a Bud Light box the other day where it says like proudly brewed with malt, hops, grain, and rice. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll take a little DME over that rice though, <laughs> which is the corn syrup, right? Because it's not high fructose corn syrup. Syrup, it's just eh, it's a normal right. beer ingredient. While I love the corn syrup ads, I think they're hilarious. Like you're an idiot because rice is a much worse ingredient in your beer. It's disgusting, <laughs> you fucking idiots. It's funny. Uh. Our country needs to get their shit together. Hmm? A study from Stanford shows that consumers more negatively view beer made by women. What? what? A study recently released by Stanford researchers suggests that consumers more negatively view traditionally made traditionally male-oriented products, including craft beer, when they are manufactured by women. Our research suggests that consumers don't value and are less inclined to buy traditionally male products if they think they've been manufactured by women. <sighs> There's an assumption that your women-made craft beer, screwdriver, or roof rack just won't be as good. Uh, researchers Shelley, Shoal something and Shelley Corell, I'm so good with names, <laughs> asked 200 volunteers for their perceptions of beer labels with one difference. The labels featured the name of either a male or female brewer. According to the study, consumers said they would pay less money for beer made by a woman and that they had lower expectations for the taste and quality of a beer crafted by a woman. What we're seeing here is that women-made goods for sale in male-type markets are being penalized for no reason other than the fact they're made by women. 
That's retarded. They can brew a beer. Our research has proved that there are babes who drink beer and enjoy it. So it's not a predominantly. We prove that every week. Yeah, it's right. not a. It can't be a predominantly male thing. This is this is you know everybody enjoys beer. Right. Yeah. And let me use my favorite example of this. You guys like Integrin? Yes. D- exactly. Yeah. That was that was my other point. Brittany's brewing the shit out of exactly. that beer over there. Exactly. And that's my that's oh my god. I have so many great things to say about Integrin, and you're getting me started again. <laughs> and yes, brewed by a woman. So you guys can all go suck off if that's what you feel like. You see a woman's name on there, you're not going to drink it? Yeah. What's wrong with you? That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. To, to me, it would have been interesting if they, after they tried the first time, they switched the labels and had them try it again. Well, it was the same beer with different labels. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the thing. It's just the fact that they had a woman's name on yeah, it. Yeah, they just switched the name of the brewer yeah, on the label, on. Right. and that was the only difference. That's ridiculous. That's so stupid. Yeah. yeah. Brittany... Yeah. Just putting them all to shame right there. Some of my favorite beer is made by women. Exactly. I was, I was just telling somebody about this Three Weavers beer I had the other day that was so good. It's, I can't remember the name. It's something sassy or sassy, return of sassy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a rye IPA. Someone's like, oh, man, I love rye. I was like, let me talk about this one I just had. And it's Three Weavers, which is a woman-ran brewery. It's like, you guys are fucking retarded. Women-made beer is delicious. It is. Absolutely. It is. Mm-hmm. I, that'd be cool, too. If I, I wonder if uh get it together. It's like... Uh, you know how you ever see like you know everyone thinks like like cooking is kind of a a, a woman's thing, mm-hmm. but you see like like the famous cooks on TV are all men for whatever reason, right? Like I wonder if like you know that there's probably a lot of hidden gems out there like the women brewers. I bet you they're coming up. I mean, if Integrin is any indication, I wonder how many yeah. other breweries are like that where it's just there's these hidden gems nobody knows about, and there's this chick brewing it, and it's it's amazing. Yeah, and you just don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so stupid. Common Roots Brewing to open a temporary brewery and tap room. Uh, three weeks ago after a fire caused severe structural damage to Common Roots Brewing Company, the, the Glen Falls, New York-based craft brewery announced has secured a temporary brewery and tap room location about two blocks from its original site. The new space is expected to open later this month. Um, and a GoFundMe brewery has been, has raised more than $36,000 in just a couple weeks for the brewery. Uh, very unexpected fire just hit the brewery and they luckily no one was hurt, but they lost a lot of structure and a lot of their equipment. And so now they're having to rebuild, which is, uh, unfortunate to hear. Hmm. Missouri beer drinkers. Dan's been looking forward to this story. Oh yeah. Can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Pick crap beer at a festival. <laughs> of course they do. When organizers of the Missouri Beer Fest in Columbia announced the winner of the People's Choice Beer Award earlier this month, more than a few people booed. <laughs> <laughs> that beer sucks. It's corporate swill. Joe Pressmeyer, president of the NH <laughs> Shepherds <laughs> Distributing. There you go. The wholesaler that's why right, the day's brews recalls them yelling. Uh, but the results proved unassailable. The winner received around 10% of the popular vote, way higher than the previous winners, two, uh, 2 and 3% that totally eclipsed all of the runner-ups. Uh, that's too bad. We worked our butt off to promote our beer, and we came in second, says festival organizer Tom Bradley, who brought a collaboration beer he brewed to sample. I guarantee we had better floor placement, and it still was head and shoulders ahead of us. Hmm. Uh, so what beer proved so offensive to attendees and some of the 20,000-plus social media users who viewed the official posts on Facebook? You guys have a guess at what shit beer it was? <laughs> PBR. You're getting close. Oh, damn. Mm. I, I don't have a good guess. Natter Days. Oh. Natter? A strawberry lemonade beer brewed Whoa. by... <gasps> Natural light. <laughs> a sweet, aggressively accessible lager released by the most rivaled of all macro breweries. 
or reveled. Uh, it, it would be hard to find a beer easier for craft beer snobs to ridicule. No ridicule. kidding. Even worse, it wasn't even on tap. It was only available in 30 packs. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. So what could have possibly compelled the, pure, the plurality of 1,500 beer drinkers in attendance to cast their votes for this? But simply, says Bradley, uh, it tastes good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They picked strawberry lemonade natty light Jeez. over all the craft beer at that wow. event. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It kinda, it's interesting because it reminds me of a conversation I overheard the other night. I'm just sitting in a break room and two guys, I mean, they're, they're, you guys' age, so they're, you know, quite young. Oh, young and strapping. You. Yes. And so they're talking about going out after work and, you know, hitting one of the local breweries or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of the guy, they, he mentions one place, he goes, yeah, we can go to this place, they have IPA. And the other person says, oh, yuck, I don't, I can't stand that. He goes, you, he, I can't either. He goes, PBR all the way. Oh, oh <laughs> damn. I'm like, whoa. There are other craft options. <laughs> you don't have to jump from IPA to PBR. Yeah. Uh, that's, that was uh, the thing. That's too bad, Missouri. I mean, because think about it, like, Nobody's gonna jump in there, you know what I mean? Like, not, save the I have day. no need to go now. <laughs> well, I mean, like, even as a craft brew brewery, to step in and say, "Yeah, we got this market cornered." Like, there's nobody here. It's like, no, yeah, they don't dig you guys. They like this strawberry corporate Dude. bullshit. Yeah, well, that's where Budweiser is, St. Louis, wow, Missouri. Man. So uh, have some of that. I can tell you, where I don't need to go for a beer occasion. No kidding, <laughs> Missouri. Wow. You know, I had a friend actually text me out of nowhere the other day. She goes, "Please don't hate me." But I had the new strawberry lemonade natty light, and it's really good. Oh my oh, god! Wow. And I responded with, "This is going to throw a wrench into our friendship." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "But it was really good." I was like, "That doesn't make it okay." No, it doesn't. That it sounds awful. It doesn't sound good. No, strawberry yeah, it lemonade doesn't sound appealing. Sweet, at all. sour, yeah. and then beer. If I wanted a cocktail, I'd go order a cocktail. Right. Oh exactly. god, what's wrong with you people? Agreed. Homes closer to breweries have higher property values. Of course. Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. I'm down with that. that. I don't even think I need to explain the story. I could read all the stats, but I think it's pretty simple. Yeah. You live near a brewery, your house is worth more. Hey. They said, uh, this is done in Philadelphia. The median list price of a home there is $270,000. The median list price of a home close to uh, Crime and Punishment Brewing Company, $350,000. Mm-hmm. There you go. Live by a brewery, people. There you go. And finally, beer market shares uh, share falls below 50% in 2018. So this is compared to other alcohols such as wine and liquor. Oh, beer for the first time in a long time fell down to forty nine percent. Wine was fifteen point four percent, and hard liquor was thirty five point six percent. Hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But they're coming out with like these craft other things like kombuchas and uh, right. the seltzers, the the hard seltzer waters. So it's oh, it's yeah. really diversifying the beer industry a little bit correct i wonder too like if you you know kind of making it more of a connoisseurship uh drinking beer like becoming like a an enthusiast it's like making people kind of branch out into wine or say hard liquor yeah and and enjoying like instead of drinking the fucking the house shit you know like really getting into like the good stuff like they were doing with beer or something like now that you've actually enjoyed the flavor of beer and yeah. just a bud light like you're actually like oh i wonder what wine tastes like and Correct. maybe you start enjoying wine as well mm-hmm. yeah that's an interesting concept because mm-hmm. i as a craft beer drinker also very much enjoy good wine too. correct so i could see it going that way mm-hmm. yeah as they want craft they uh get more crafty things yeah get crafty get crafty people <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it for us Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for joining along. Don't forget to find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com and at theunfilteredgentleman on the social medias. 
at unfiltered gents on Twitter. They can suck it. You can find or you find you can call us and leave a voicemail and drunk dial us 805-538-BEER-2337. If you need an excuse from Fontana Jim, hey. <laughs> looks like he's handing them out for you. <laughs> Just tell him the number. He'll call your boss. And they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. They're amazing messages. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you know what happens with the uh, Mr. Pibb and Dr. Pepper fight <laughs> as soon as that's all settled. But uh, I have a feeling Dr. Pepper's going to win. Probably. Who wants Mr. Pibb? That's right. That's awful. Uh, thank you all for listening and for joining along. Keep on doing that. And I uh, hope everyone's staying hydrated. On that note, good night, everybody. Good night.